Good evening, everybody. It is 10 dozen minutes of Jake and Mr. Skullhead. Um, I'm Mr. Skullhead. It's Monday, December 5th, and it's time to put on a show. Uh, let's give Jake a call and see what he's up to, shall we? We shall. Hello, Mr. Skullhead. Uh, well, hello, you quiet, quiet man. Oh, am I quiet, quiet? Yeah, that's better. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah, I can also I can also turn up the uh, the mic gain on this little machine a little bit. Uh, I think that sounds pretty good. How you doing? Okay, pretty good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm getting by. I could do better, but oh, I get it. Back on that old time is money cake, eh? Not back on it, Bob. Still on it. There we go. Thank hey, you that was a good bit we just did. Thank you for sharing that moment with me. Uh, yeah, sorry about the... I, I had some had some problems. Skype Skype was just refusing to run. Hmm. One of these days I'm going to have to upgrade to the horrible... I don't know that it's horrible, but I, it is undoubtedly horrible new version of Skype. It is quite good, actually. has some things that the earlier versions don't. And Like what? What are you doing? What are you typing about? I'm taking care of the business of this company. <clears throat> clack, clack, clickety, clack. The business of this company is business. We're in the business business these days? I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. That sucks. I, 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 I knew, I always knew that one day we would become soulless, stuffed suit, corporate <clears throat> business guys. Well, I, uh, I'm going to get myself a Bluetooth and several expensive suits. And uh, I think I'm going to make the transition. You're going to wear all the suits at once? Mm-hmm. Go around biting people with your new blue tooth? I'm going to be several suits at once, yeah. I think you've uh, decided not to become a corporate uh, a corporate bigwig, but a, a madman. Maybe some sort of uh, mm-hmm. just homeless, crazy person. Well, I was watching this show called Mad Men, and they all seemed really cool. Oh, and they wore lots of suits at a time? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the deal. It's weird that Bluetooths uh, back then just looked like regular wired telephones. Yeah, they, but they did carry them around in their suit pocket. Did they use the telephone on Mad Men? I've only seen one episode. I think the 60s was before the telephone was invented. Okay. They still had the telegraph. Mm. Did they have those new... They were in New York. Did they have that system of pneumatic tubes that you'd put a message in and then have to shoot a gun at it to get the, the, the tube to go where you wanted it to go? Yeah, and it, <clears throat> it was kind of a... They called it Blue Tube. Mm. Mm. Whereas I nowadays... Thought they, I thought that was where they got their porn. Yeah, Blue Tube nowadays is just uh, how you get wireless YouTube. Ah, uh, the boob tube. Mm. Television, Mr. Skullhead. I haven't seen it. Do you remember television? I remember television. You know what I saw uh, the day before yesterday uh, that might surprise you is the Muppets movie. I wouldn't be surprised. I would expect that you'd want to see it. Oh, yeah? Have you seen it? Yeah, we watched it on uh, Thursday night, maybe? On a movie screen? Yep. Did you... But with popcorn and drinks, did it cost like 60 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, that's what it's going to do. We went and had some beers, and then we went to the movie, and then we went and had some beers, and then we went home. What would you make of the movie? I really, really liked it a lot. Hmm. I, I, I was just smiling the entire time, and I thought, you know, that was fucking great. 
And as we came out of the theater, I turned to the people that I saw it with, and I said, that was fucking great. And then I looked around and saw that there were kids all over the place, and thought, ah. I probably shouldn't have said fuck. It's like, sorry, kids, I meant, for God's sake, that shit was amazing. No one yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, even the, you know, the, the, like, sort of modern touches that in in my mind can often serve to date a thing and 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 be a, a blemish on an otherwise good thing like the you know the inclusion of some some lady gaga or whatever uh, <clears throat> I thought it was done pretty well I think it made sense in that context because they were talking they, they were kind of very aware of how dated the old Muppet show was it's like when you're making jokes about you know, like having an 80s bot and having everybody in his Rolodex be from like 1984 or earlier mm-hmm. I think it makes sense to have them doing CeeLo now like that was yeah. kind of cool I don't know like, when I was watching it I thought it was a little bit rushed and a little bit kind of underperformed like not as energetic as I would have liked it to be but like still really enjoyed it but really? Like, yeah it seemed like there was not as as much oomph as there needed to be from any of the mm. actors and any of the voice actors. But huh. I think part of my, like, my frame of mind going in was we took Ollie with us. So we took Ollie and we took Grandma and Grandpa in case there was a problem with Ollie, but surely there won't be a problem. Like, he's used to sitting in a dark room and watching movies and he'll have candy. He never gets to have candy. He's going to have some of that. He never gets popcorn. He's going to have popcorn and soda and. What He's kind been, of candy did you give him on his first uh, foray into the world of candy? Reese's Pieces. Mm. Although he he's eating candy, like he ate a whole bucket full of Halloween candy. But no, no I was kidding. I was making one a joke day. about how you'd never given your kid candy uh, ever because you're a cruel tyrant of a father. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, and continue. <clears throat> so we figured he, he would be super happy, and he'd sit there and watch Dumbstruck and. Um, we walked into the theater. He freaked out because it was dark. And on the walk up to the screen, the screen was just too big for him to to kind of get his mind around. Oh, and you did go to one of those novelty oversized right. theaters. Of course. Fortunately, there was no one else in the theater because we went to the ghetto theater and it's a white people movie. So okay. it was just the four of us. And we asked them to turn the sound down and they turned the sound down for us. So that that wasn't scary, but then, you know, the screen is huge, he's freaking out. Every trailer for this kid's movie started with, Shit isn't incredibly frightening. Perhaps everyone will die. And then, you know, just kidding, it's a movie, ba-ba-da. But by that time, he was already freaked out. So, yeah, yeah, he spent, like, less than half of the movie, but a decent chunk of it, like, in the hallway, walking up to the 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 actual screen. So he could see the screen a little bit, and but Grandma. Was yeah, but he could get, he could get away from it at will if he needed to. That's a I, I remember, I remember being comfortable in situations like that as a kid. Yeah, and around about the like forty five minute mark, maybe he finally came and sat on Grandma's lap and ate his candy and kind of chilled out. Mm. So it, my feeling that some things were rushed and that the pacing was weird was probably due to my attention being constantly wandering. I will mm-hmm. say I downloaded the soundtrack afterwards, and that made me like the movie more in retrospect and made me want to see it again. I didn't know this going in, uh, or really until earlier today, but the songs were apparently written by 
uh, Brett McKenzie, who's one half of Flight of the Concords. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and it makes sense, like the, the, because the the a lot of the lyrics were were weird. You know, they were just like, wow, that's just sort of not a phrase. Uh, but it, but it works, and and that I think is a, is a hallmark of the way that they kind of write stuff. Yeah, I still they have. I'm using words the, a lot in in a couple of in the space of a couple of lines. You know, it's like, am it's I like a okay, man or it am seems I like if you that? couldn't come up with a better line than that, you just wouldn't have included the verse or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I've been listening to the Man or Muppet song forever, though, since I got the soundtrack, and it's it does that. You know, am I a man or am I a Muppet? If I'm a man, I'm a Muppety man. Yeah, um, uh, Muppet of a Man? Yeah. Or is it Muppety Man? Muppet. Muppet of a Man, and then I'm a very manly Muppet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this it, is good. It's actually it, worth snagging that soundtrack because almost all of the musical numbers are longer. Oh, okay. I know that's one thing you look for in a film is longer musical numbers. but Yeah, it's weird. It didn't, uh, you know, I was like, oh, right, the Muppet movies are musicals uh, the, f- the first time the, the music started it. But then it was like, just, it was okay. You know, it was, I, I don't know, man, that, that movie just made me really, really happy. I didn't feel like any of the performances were particularly bad. I did not recognize Amy Adams, uh, huh. so I didn't realize until afterwards that I hated her character. Why do you not like Amy Adams? I really didn't like, she was the one who was in Julie and Julia, right? Right. Well, yeah, I hate that. I, I, you know, that was a really good movie, and then another movie that had fucking Amy Adams in it. It was like, eh, doing creative work with an audience that may or may not like you is hard. I'm going to be mean to everyone who cares about me. Yeah, that movie made, um, Jess and I had the same take on that. I I would have really liked to have seen a full-length movie about Julia Childs. Yeah, that was just... Not about this shrill blogging bitch. Yeah, her only accomplishment, the the woman that that character is based on, is making it so we got the half movie about Julia Child. Yeah, yeah which you know it was which was okay. And I know that I shouldn't I shouldn't dislike the actress as a result of that, but I just I can't help it. All of that residual angst is still there. You should see. But the, yeah, I totally should, didn't recognize her. You should see the fighter. The fighter. Yeah. What's that about? It's um, Mark Wahlberg as a like kind of meathead boxer surprise surprise and Christian Bale is his meth head older brother okay and Amy Adams is the like flinty girlfriend character and based on a true story like a really excellent movie and she does a hell of a job in it what does flinty mean? Uh, kind of hard like you could people regularly would like scrape her with a piece of steel so that they right. could get if a she met a st- if she met a steely a steely Dan there would be sparks yeah okay so, so that is just a it's a it's a character trait that exists in relation to other character traits. Right. So uh, yeah, I would recommend watching the fighter to to get a a different take on her. To get over she the in, Adams. Yeah. She, did you like Talladega Nights? I have not seen Talladega Nights. Uh, she is also good in Talladega Nights. Yeah. Well. Okay. I uh, I I when I saw it, it was before I had seen Anchorman, or when I, when I became aware of Talladega Nights, it was before I had seen Anchorman. So I didn't know really anything. I, I didn't know that Will Ferrell was capable of doing anything good. Right. Will Ferrell is in that, right? I'm not thinking of a different movie. No, that is, and that was actually the first Will Ferrell movie that I saw, and kind mm-hmm. of had to be dragged to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I have no reason to believe that it isn't good. Uh, Although mm-hmm. one thing that I don't think I will see is that ice skater movie with him and Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it seemed like if you had seen 
any of the other he's a buffoon who thinks he's really awesome movies, you didn't need to see that particular one. No. And I can't stand I'll Napoleon Dynamite, so fuck that. See, too. yeah, that's weird. I was thinking about that the other day. There was something there was something that I I was I, I am often mentally defending Freddy Got Fingered uh, <laughs> to, to, to various attackers. Um and I and I was I, I, one of the things that occurred to me about it was that for for me and a handful of other guys, it was to us what Napoleon Dynamite seemed to be to fucking everybody else, which was the movie that you just wouldn't stop saying lines from all the goddamn time. <laughs> uh, you know, which is which is frustrating. But you know, it was like I feel like we've talked about Napoleon Dynamite a bunch of times in the past, but I really liked it. I saw it in the theater with no expectations at all, and it was just such a like. It, atmospherically, it was just such a chilling recreation of like '80s small town junior high and high school life uh, that that it was just like wow, this is like I, I feel like the people who worked on that movie had a lot of very similar experiences to some of the experiences that I had as a kid, uh, and so it was there was just you know it, it was also it was strange. I mean, I saw the short that it was based on and it is really, it seems really weird to me that you would take that and decide to make a full-length movie out of it. You know. I've only seen It had a lot of that same Juno sensibilities kind of. It was a goofier... Did you you dislike Juno? No, I really liked Juno. I mean, I feel like it was cut similarly. You know, it had a a similar uh, sort of like editing style, I guess. I'm just, uh, just to say the same thing twice. Uh, I, they they remind me of each other, right? And, and I feel like with Juno, it really worked in a way that made a good movie. And with Napoleon Dynamite, it was really goofy and divisive. But like, it was the same kind of experiment. Yeah. Right. It was like let's let's do something different and see if it works. And you know, I, I like I'm always gonna I'm always gonna be okay with people doing that. I, Jason Siegel, it was neat to see him do something that was just really like because he's he's so crass in everything. You know, it felt a little awkward watching him on screen not, like, talking about his balls. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I think he was able to sneak enough, you know, a, adult humor into into the interstices that, that it was okay. Which is, I guess, how the Muppets were. I don't think I've ever seen another Muppets movie. Huh. Now, I think um, that I've seen all of them at least a couple of times at this point. I think I fell while I was at your house. I think I fell asleep while you were watching the, maybe the one about where they make a Broadway musical. Was that the Muppets Take Manhattan? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I wasn't really paying attention to it, but uh, I feel like there were a lot of celebrity cameos of celebrities that I didn't know who they were. Yeah, <laughs> Which, and that's you know, totally my experience now. Going like, oh, that's Gregory Hines. Wait, what was he in? It's uh, you know, I'm sure that's the same way that this is gonna play out. Was that like the kid? Everybody in the audience was. I had a weird. Uh, I had a weird kind of experience. I feel like I. I transitioned from one kind of asshole to one slightly worse kind of asshole while I was in the uh, in the in the process of observing the audience reactions to everything that was going on. The the just belly laughs that accompanied the fucking new Chipmunks movie. Oh man. Preview. I was like, "Oh fuck. What have I done? I have come I have come to a movie for idiots. If this is if this is the reaction of this audience for this week because it was a, it was a crowded theater when I went. Uh 
and I was like, you know, God, like if humanity is fucking doomed, like if that is the way that this giant crowd of of my the people who would probably be on a jury if I were ever on trial, <laughs> if this is the way that they're responding to things, we are just fucked. But then they responded exactly the same way to all of the stuff that happened in uh, in in the Muppets movie, and then I was like, I, I left thinking like, you know. Uh, so, so I went from the like total misanthrope, like elitist asshole, to a sort of like uh, pretentious, noblesse oblige, paternalistic asshole. Where I was like, you know what? It's just it, it, it. these people—they don't know the difference between a good thing and a bad thing. But it's possible to make them like a good thing. So it is important that that people you know like the people that i work with who are like you know in the in the business of creating entertainment for people it is important that we hold ourselves responsible for producing quality stuff and not just like not chasing the laugh chasing the laugh via a a, a path that is that is illuminated right you know, which I think there probably is something to that attitude, but it really does make me an asshole that I think that. It's, it's like, hard to, oh, no, no, no. It's not that they're horrible people. It's just that they're like babies, and it's my job to show them things about the world. That I mean, that's a thing that's hard to parse. I've, I've tried to figure out why, like, somebody like Adele, say, who is, an, like, an amazingly talented musician who came out with this incredible album and was really popular how she exists on the radio dial along with just the absolute bullshit like it's easy to say these people don't have any taste in music when i don't like anything that they like but once you get some common ground then you do have to go like huh why is it that they will listen to this shit without caring that it's not any good but then this good thing comes along and they will also enjoy that no, I, I mean, I, I think it's like I think it's about. like you know the the joke where somebody farts, compared to the joke where Fozzie has boots with whoopee cushions on them that make fart sounds when he walks, right? Whereas that one was just you know it was a crude joke, but it was also uh, I I just feel like it had more merit than like a chipmunk eating its own shit, right? Yeah. Even though it got the same laugh from the people, it just it it worked a little harder for it, you know. Especially because when they were doing the sad walking out of the theater at the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, that was just the, the sort of where it perfectly paid off. Right. Ah, that was so good. It was so good. I, my girlfriend just just looked at me and smiled when the fart shoes were first introduced because she knew that I was going to really appreciate that part of the film. <laughs> Apparently that was the part of the film that kept Frank Oz from doing any of the voices. Seriously? Well, he did an interview where he said, I passed on the project, I felt like it didn't make sense that the Muppets would ever split up and Kermit would go live by himself. I don't think that's true to the original, and it seems like they're going for a crasser brand of humor with that whole fart shoes thing, and so, you know, like, God bless them, they should go and do a good thing, but I just didn't feel like I wanted to be part of it. You know, it's possible that on, on paper... I mean, so I was listening to the there was a the overthinking a podcast from last week that I had held off on because it was filled with spoilers about the Muppet movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I finished listening to it today, and I mean, I think when he when he decided not to get involved, he had only seen like a screenplay. Yeah, right. And so it, in in text, without any sort of like mood context, like it was it was a surprisingly sort of wistful movie in general. 
Oh, but where I got on that that whole uh, sort of anti-populist thing uh, was, I guess, was that guy who was the human version of Walter, was he like a guy from The Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Is that who that was? Yeah. I also, I know him as the guy from Garden State. <clears throat> oh, Yeah. The guy in the knight outfit. Right, yeah, wow. I don't think that I ever I don't think that I ever made the connection between those two guys. Um yeah, anyway. That was that was a thing that people reacted to extremely strongly huh. in in the audience. When that guy came out, everybody was like, Whoa It's like, huh. That's a weird thing. It's so interesting to have the different experience. Like I can't imagine having watched it with an audience. We just have the theater to ourselves. Yeah. That happens almost every movie that we go to. Like, if it's not a movie that's marketed at African Americans, typically there will be, like, zero to ten people in the in the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... It, it, <clears throat> the, the closest theaters to my house are are at the two competing shopping centers that opened up across the highway from each other, and one of them got the Walmart, and one of them got the, like nice stores yeah. and so the Walmart one is just completely ghetto-fied and the other one is constantly filled with people and we tend to select which of those theaters we go to based on which one of them has the same movie playing at a more convenient time for us right. and so when we go to the smaller one there's never anybody there and when we go to the bigger one there's always a crowd of people um, you know and this just happened to be playing there there's also more like there's actual stuff to do like we wanted to have dinner before we went to the movie theater and the nice one it still has some restaurants in business huh and it's just you know the other one's just I, I like the theater better they have real butter on the popcorn mm. um, you know which I like and I like supporting a smaller theater chain I gotta stay true to my roots I gotta sure. I gotta keep it real don't you mean your ruts as they say um yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed the shit out of it, and I and I was at, like, I, I I felt like I'm like, oh, you know, I bet Josh would have expected me not to have gone to see that or not to have liked it, but uh, I, I totes did. And and thank you for congratulating me on my golf course game win. Hey, no problem. <clears throat> it popped up on my phone. I have an alert, you know, for anything that you do. Oh, good, good, good. <clears throat> I, uh, I I ke- I keep hoping that that guy's career will just fade so yeah. that it won't be won't be like that. I, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm I'm holding out the hope that everyone else named Tiger Woods held out ten years ago. All those guys, or fifteen years ago. There's a lot of probably a lot of guys named Tiger Woods. Woods is a common last name, and Tiger is not a just bullshit made up first name at all. No, not at all. Why? It's it's an animal, and one of our mightier animals. Brayden Woods. <laughs> Aiden, Caden, Jaden, Brayden, Brayden, Flayden. Broden. Um, <laughs> I wonder if uh, Thor ever addresses his father as Broden. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he does. That seems like the kind of thing that he would do after after several tankards of mead. Because he's basically a giant frat boy, is the Thor. Mm-hmm. So having a Broden, um, you mad? Did you like Thor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, apparently the internet hates it, but uh, I thought it was quite good. I, Hot Stuff hated it. He walked out of the thing that he was like upset at that movie for having cost him the time that it took him to watch it. I was fairly indifferent to it. Um, yeah, it, it it's weird to me. Like it's okay when a really self-aware movie like The Muppets does the like 
you know, just super cliched uh, plot beat, you know. But it, but in Thor, it was like, all right, so some shit just happened in the last thirty seconds, so that somebody could raise their head to the heavens and scream, "No!" Except she doesn't, though. After you said that, I watched the yeah. movie again. She just goes, "No." Which well, but it's like the guy you think is dead is reasonable. It is definitely like, uh, the father, father, get up, father moment for sure. Yeah. Eh, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I uh, I think that people tend to judge these movies based on whatever movie they've created in their head is like, and that's weird to me. Um, the uh, I'm pretty excited about the uh, the new Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> I, I'm, really? I'm half expecting that excitement to be shat on. Oh, I would. It, it's directed by Brad Bird, who's awesome. Yeah, what's he done? <clears throat> Nothing live action. He did uh, Iron Giant, The Incredibles, and Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a that's quite a pedigree. But this is his his first live action thing. Huh. It, I yeah. How, how do you feel about that? Like I've only seen the first Mission Impossible. Yeah. I heard that the second one was terrible, so I never watched it. And I've recently been told that the third one is good and worth watching. Didn't J.J. Abrams do that one? I don't know. Yeah, J.J. Abrams did that one. I think I was only really marginally aware of its existence. Uh, when did it even come out? Well, you know, because like the the first Mission Impossible was like mid nineties, right? The second one came out yeah. when I was a sophomore. Oh, I look a while back. Yeah. A while anyway, ago. I, I need to see the third one and then give the fourth <laughs> one a chance. It's weird that they're making another one. Like Probably it's been long the, enough uh, that it's weird to see another one. Bin Laden said it's weird? It's oh, it's been, been long, long enough, enough that, that it's, it's weird. weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, only I, Bin Laden's wife called him Ben Long Enough. I heard, uh, I heard, uh, I heard tell that they're making a new Starship Troopers movie. That makes a whole lot of sense. Probably gonna be fucking awful. They're gonna do it upright this time, though. None of that bullshit, uh, satire. Yeah. <clears throat> I did not entirely feel like the cutting satire in in the in the Starship Troopers movie was intentional. I, I got, I'm not sure that's a defensible position. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm 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 prepared to admit that, but it, it just I uh, I don't know. It was it was extremely hokey and then when everybody started saying like, "Oh man, did you see how hokey that was?" totally on purpose and totally as a way of, of poking fun at the at the concept of hoax genius I mean it was like Robocop guy right uh, yeah, like, yeah Robocop was a good movie but it's 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 satire was fairly ham fisted right you know and mostly took place in, in little sound bites and, and you know it was it was good, but it it wasn't you know it wasn't like literature exactly. No, I. But in this case, the source material is so very very square. That had he done it straight, it would have been ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I feel like it also would have been very dissatisfying as a movie because sort of the whole deal with the book is that that you know it's just a main character who doesn't really know what's going on. Right, in and a it, larger story. Um, but it, those things that in the movie, it's yeah, the bugs are totally the enemy, and no, 
the, our civilization is great and there's nothing wrong with the weird fascist military state we're in. All of that is played perfectly straight in the book. Like, Heinlein was... Before the brain tumor, Heinlein was a straight-up, like, yes, you should absolutely have to be in the military to serve, to be a voting citizen. And what is he, from Bermuda? Uh, Bermuda or Jamaica. Or Aruba <laughs> or the Bahamas. Did he, did, he, did he really think that? Did he think that you, had to, you should have to serve in the military? I have to imagine that, like... There is some merit to the argument that some sort of service organization requirement would not be the worst thing in the world for for these kids today. <laughs> uh, you know, I would have hated it, but it probably would have it probably would have gotten my shit together slightly earlier and and probably thrown a thrown a wrench into the arc of my life that resulted in a successful creative career for for me and my loved ones. So who knows? Maybe it would have been terrible. Maybe I would have gone off to the Peace Corps, met some hippie girl, and had like six hundred kids. Ooh, that would be great. Or like adopted a bunch of African kids. Or Come on, guys, these African kids aren't going to adopt themselves. Maybe you would have met a bunch of kids and then adopted a wife. Oh, that could also be true. Yeah. Would have, would have. Uh, hey, in this country, there's no age of consent. I'm staying here. That's what would have happened to me. Oh, I don't. I think it would lose a lot of its luster for you if it were legal. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got to be it's got to be naughty for it to be exciting, you know. But anyway, so yeah, Starship Troopers. He, he dresses them in, like, SS uniforms and throws in a lot of kind of grotesque psychosexual imagery and the whole, like, gung-ho military thing undercut with the horrors of war and the kind of stupidity of futility of what they're doing. Like, I, I think it would be really hard to say that it was not intended as a satire. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I, I would not make the claim that it doesn't that it doesn't have something to say, right? It's just that I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I watched the first like half hour of it again a few months ago, and it was like, you know, this isn't good enough for me to keep watching it. And it was all. Just, would you like to know more? And you were like, um, no, nah, I'm good. Nah, no, I'm good. Yeah, that's that's enough. I, you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to get to that shower scene, and then it was like, you know what? I, I've lost interest in this movie all of a sudden. Oh. Um, so yeah. Other than that, uh, working. I've been working. I've been doing advent calendar stuff. Right, right. People with uh, with the one or two, the the one or two uh, usual suspects in the peanut gallery. What the fuck? This doesn't have X. Uh, I think people in general are pretty happy with what we got going so far. Yep. I'm. It was interesting to see somebody expecting there to be a Crimbo Town already. Yeah, it's been forever since there was a Crimbo Town any earlier than, like, mid-month. Yeah. After the yeah. one time we did it and everybody said that it was too early. Did they? I Like, I... That was a... JLE mentioned that today, and I didn't really remember... I didn't remember that happening. Well, I think to if... Me, JLE uh, is everybody. Sure. He's everyone in the world. If something stays out... If we put something out and it doesn't change at all for four or five days, I think people start to think, ah, oh, this has gone on for too long. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this, this uh, recipe we're trying is, is going to be a, a recipe that we can use in the future. Yeah. The, the, the having an already built-in mechanism for a trickling out of stuff makes it so there's a lot more, uh, a lot more incentive to actually have something to trickle. Right. Uh, we don't want to, we don't want to have them opening up an advent calendar section and there just being some dust in there. Well, speaking of which, I'm having a tremendous amount of fun with my Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar. 
I'm glad and jealous. The thing is pretty fucking sweet. Hmm. There's a little, uh, not a spoiler alert to anybody who uh, hasn't opened their section today, but had a uh, it had a surprisingly uh, a surprisingly detailed and well done uh, slave one made out of about twelve pieces of Lego. Standard pieces. Hmm. Standard pieces. Yeah, they're all standard pieces. All nice. all of the Lego Star Wars stuff is made with standard pieces. I think they they know who their audience is for that, and they know that we're guys who are going to get irked if you know i say that and i look up at the tantive four which has two giant custom pieces for the front of the ship <laughs> um but by it by and large every single piece that is used is just a lego piece even for things like with the little the little placards that you build to go along with the larger models you actually just make those out of smooth lego pieces and then put a sticker on them instead of them just being a, a single thing nice like they you know they 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 know that the only people buying these are like are like 30s ner- 30s nerds yeah see get off the trolley Johnny my glasses are broken and I taped them together see yeah. um is that how they talked in the 30s or was that more the 20s I don't really know anything about the 30s I guess they were like could I have some food please right. could I have a you got any jobs I hear there's jobs out California way there's too much dust blowing around for me to see to put together this here Death Star. Yeah. Also, what the fuck's the Death Star? Is it the sun that burns us and dries up all our crops? Yeah. That was pretty good. Depression era here, uh, guys. We are here to serve. What else have you been up to? And what do we do? We had our uh, Muppets Christmas Carol watching party. Which coincided with the first real snowstorm of the season, so we ended up with, like, four people instead mm-hmm. of the expected 30 people. Is that the one you were trying to get us to fly out there for? Yeah. yeah. That was never going to happen, buddy. Oh, I know. But uh, we figured we what, could split airplane? the... airplane? Muppets? We figured we could split the girlfriend off and maybe get her on a plane mm-hmm. for, like, you know, a couple hundred no, bucks. That doesn't work, for she is cloven unto me. Yeah. We thought we could cleave her from you. Mm, okay. Now that she has cleaved unto you, and is it weird that that word means both of those things? Uh, I don't know. Does it? Yeah, it does. You could cleave means to separate two things, right? But cleave unto my side means like stick by me. It means like unseparate. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like one of those in, words that, in context, means it's opposite. Inflammable. The. Yeah, and uh, we had a uh, we had a party. So did you have thirty? You, did you did the six of you have to drink thirty people's worth of beer? We had no. It was a hot cocoa party. You see, so we had we were planning on making four gallons of hot chocolate. We ended up making one gallon of hot chocolate. Okay, but we we killed that. This wasn't like a naked pictures of Conan O'Brien party. Oh, hot cocoa! Mm. Hot cocoa! Yeah. It's a, a hot boozy cocoa party, so it's naked pictures of a drunk Conan O'Brien which is probably oh, okay. the only time he would take his clothes off yeah is it like it's a delicious evening we yeah, have, he has like, to get drunk every time he needs a shower yeah. it's really it's a really inconvenient uh, personality trait and if he sobers up in the shower he's got to jump right back out no well luckily he always keeps whiskey he has hot cold and whiskey, <laughs> whiskey. taps in his, in his shower do, do, don't you yeah yeah well, I know. I mean, I just have a bottle of whiskey discarded casually on the floor of the shower, and most of what's in it is still whiskey. I think. See, I figured that your house would have come with hot and cold running whiskey. No. Um. So yeah, you made some hot chocolate. What do you? What kind of booze do you put in hot chocolate? Uh, any, any and everything from the Schnapps family, almost like a, a okay. raspberry or a vanilla or orange. 
peppermint. Or... Yeah, peppermint. We do. Yeah. I have I a. I try to go with peppermint. Yeah. I have a citrange Patron, which is like Patron with an orange infusion in it. Okay. And that is delicious because it gives like a little bit of that like peppery tequila spice to it, and then the orange and yeah. Ha. Couple of couple of years ago, I decided to go on a little uh, a little hot cocktails jag, and uh, didn't really find anything that I cared for. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, like so, a, a hot chocolate with some peppermint schnapps in it is is fine. It's just it's sort of like drinking a like a melted milkshake. You know, sure. It's just a little it's a little too sweet. So I was trying some some like you know drier cider with some with something. They the hot drinks tend to run towards the sweet though. Sure, sure. I had one of those uh, buttered rums at that tiki bar that you took me to when I came to visit, but I think I was several drinks in at that point, and I don't really remember what it was <laughs> right. like. Rummered butts. Huh. Um, and is that just rum and melted butter? It's got to be something else, right? A little bit of water. Rum, uh, rum and water and melted butter? And brown sugar, says the spouse. Ah, okay. Uh, I'll have to do that for Advice Hot Dog one of these days. It'll uh, it'll finally get me down to the store to buy some butter that I've so desperately needed for so long. There's a uh, a thing that you can get here that I haven't seen elsewhere called Tom and Jerry batter, which is okay. like a little tub of thing that you keep in the fridge, and it has uh, like butter and brown sugar and maybe like egg white and a couple other things, okay. and you take it and stick it in rum and it makes a delicious. Hot beverage. Mmm. Tom and Jerry batter. Wonder if that's a thing that you could get off of Amazon. Mm. I don't know. Uh, well, do you want to do? Uh, you want to do some questions and sure. take a break, and then do some more questions, and then roll some content out, and then uh, go eat sushi. Well, go to bed uh, and or go eat sushi. I would go eat sushi, even though it's ten o'clock here. I would totally go eat sushi with you. Cool. Maybe we can. Uh, Maybe uh, you can install uh, you can install FaceTime on your iPod, and we can take you with us to the sushi restaurant. That would be great. You could occasionally shove su- sushi rolls at my face. Oh, into the into the microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably get a single grain of rice in there. This grain of rice has your name on it. Isn't that amazing? Wow. That uh, wow. Did they ever do a? Did they ever do an Old West uh, Mexico crossover thing where? somebody eventually gets shot by a grain of rice with their name on it? No, but I think that should happen. I'm not sure how much damage that would do, though. Well, you're out of bullets, so you have to use your rice gun. That's uh, got to be a thing that they make, or right? Or your, your ricer. Okay, sure. Um, hey, let's look at a Radio Bugbear question set. How about that? All radio, let's do it. Uh, Twigman says, "Are you planning a special Crimbo slash Halloween crossover? Nightmare Before Crimbo, perhaps? Where were I mean, two thousand six called? Hey, what? Hey, what? We already did that once. Yes. Um, I don't remember what was it that actually the trick or treat holiday on the KOL calendar fell on literal Christmas. Yes." It's on like the 23rd this time. I think our strategy there is going to be to just ignore it. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, maybe in three or four more years, we'll have we'll have another uh, Halloween Christmas crossover in us. 
We, we got the St. Patrick's Day uh, Thanksgiving crossover out of the way. That was cool. That's true. We nailed that. Uh, Aromia Fleiss says, are you going to make an iPhone slash iPad app for KOL? Uh, eventually, we're going to make a mobile interface, uh, which is, I think, something that makes a lot more sense than an iPhone slash iPad app. Uh, because all we'd be doing with an app would be replicating the functionality of a browser. You know, right. you would still need to talk to the server every time you did anything anyway, so might as well just make it something that's useful on every platform, not just for those stuck-up, smug, cocky iPhone kids. Even the platform that I have. Don't you hate? Don't you hate those iPhone jerks? Yeah, they're all like, look at me with my iPhone. Look, I've got white headphones. I'm better than you. Wear those white headphones, you'll get mugged. I think that's entirely not true. <laughs> no, it's when you uh, have, like, the... You would think that having the big, like, $400 cans on your head would get you mugged. Yeah. yeah. Well, like a can of... Su- a can of uh, what am I thinking of? can of caviar? <laughs> yep. Yeah, look at me. I, I've got that. I've got that hairstyle where it's like Princess Leia buns, but it's cans of caviar instead of rolled up hair. <laughs> can roll up. It's a lot hair. easier. To, I, I went to Whole Foods and I was like, "Hi, do you guys have some of those cans of rolled up hair?" They were like, "No, uh, we do have this caviar though." I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess that'll do." Well, they have I mean, it, but all in, it's organic, like locally farmed hair. Trigger, trigger treating is in like 15 minutes, and I got to finish this. Uh, I got to finish this Princess Leia costume, and I'm only allowed to shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> Wax says, "Is it true eggnog is raw egg?" Yeah, I was actually trying to. Uh, I was. I had gotten some eggnog, and I was going to do an eggnog cocktail. 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 <laughs> Ouch. Uh, anyway, cocktail sounds like something that they would have talked about in a Dickens uh, story. Lord Winthrop cocktail. Yeah. Uh, and so there were all these recipes that were like eggnog and brandy but it's like uh, you know what I expected to be a recipe that was like take some eggnog from the grocery store and put some brandy in it it was actually like take some uh, take uh, some brandy and some sugar and some milk and an egg yolk mm. and and just whip it up uh, you, uh, they all said to put it in a shaker and shake it more vigorously than you normally would so that the the egg actually disseminates but I don't know I'm I would consider giving that a shot uh, you know, given given a source of eggs that I trust, right? And uh, you know, it's milk. Who knows where the milk came from? I mean, I, I never bought the cow because I kept getting it for free. You know. Yeah, was it locally sourced raw milk? Um, locally sourced ramen. Yep. I uh, I've never had it. I think I'll try it though. I think I, I think I will. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to making an eggnog beverage from scratch with an egg. Nice. And we'll see what happens. Um, Got to figure out how to measure ounces of things though, man. Stanley writes, Mazel Tov cocktail. Your opponent stomps on the glass, which then erupts into flames. L'chaim. It would have been better if there was also a fire joke in L'chaim. Right. Um, can you think of one? Because I can't. Yeah. This is how the magic happens, folks. We all go, can we think of a joke for this? No. Okay, let's do something else. <clears throat> Raijan Ely writes, I want a way to share AA games. Do you mean uh, Alcoholics Anonymous games? Like, hide the token? <laughs> what, kind of game, what kind of games do they play in Alcoholics Anonymous? Don't drink from the bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. 
spin spin the bottle instead of drinking out of it. Right. Pin um, the lid on the bottle so you don't drink out of it. Uh, seven seven minutes in heaven, which is only attainable with a clear and sober head. Right. Right. That's not really a game, though. <laughs> um. Yeah. Duck. Monopoly duck. where you're not allowed to build bars on any of the properties. <laughs> Uh, I want to be. I want a way to share AA games by number. Like someone can enter three zero one six dot one 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 into a thing. Oh, oh. So by number you mean a thing like three zero one six dot one 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 without convoluted URL JavaScript and or mafia. Huh, I didn't realize that was a thing that you could do with external tools. Um, Lord Stefano says we should randomly get called in for KOL jury duty, twelve players at a time. I leave the narrative and details to you guys, but it could be amusing. Yeah, we should we also have, uh, start collecting taxes. We could have peer uh, peer evaluated chat bands. Ooh, yeah. Uh, where you get sent to slash court, and then twelve people are randomly selected, and they can then only they can't adventure or anything. All they can do is uh, talk in slash jury box, and then the uh, there'd be no photographs allowed. So all of the art for this content would have to be hand drawn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We could just flip it around because nothing's funnier than a comedic reversal and have all of the art turn into actual photographs. Ooh, okay, you're right. Nothing, well, almost nothing is as funny as a comedic reversal. Well, there's always a fart. Yeah, like maybe like a like if an animal farts on somebody or in like near someone's mouth. Mm. That's pretty funny. I think that's funnier than a comedic reversal. Yeah. Or the comedic reversal of that, where an animal burps into someone's butt. <laughs> Yeah. See that that was actually that actually was funny. <laughs> that was inspired. I, I, I think maybe you're right. I think maybe you have a, I think maybe you have a point about that comic reversal thing. Uh, Raj Neely says those are my demands. I will pulverize a helmet turtle for every day that my demands are not met. Wow, that message was sent a while ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've already pulverized so many of them that it's not any more tragic the longer it goes on. Yeah. Because really, you know, a, a whole bunch of crimes no more tragic than a single crime. The real tragedy is the existence of crime. Man Mobile says, why don't you guys pimp MSPaintAdventures.com more? You liked Problem Sleuth, and Homestuck is awesome. I don't know that I really liked... Pro like, I really enjoyed MS Paint Adventures when I read it in a book. Uh, but I don't know that I would buy... Well, A, I, I know that I wouldn't buy the the rest of the series in book form because it doesn't exist. Uh, apparently that book, which I read over several days' lunches because Riff had bought it and it was laying around, uh, was like one-thirtieth of the first arc, uh -huh. of which there were many. The guy is super prolific, but I, I just can't bring myself to read it like a comic. Hmm. Like, it, it's, the kind of, it's the kind of gags that I don't think I'm capable of enjoying them if they're doled out one a day. Almost every webcomic is that way for me. I need to wait, like, a year and then read through the archive. Yeah. It, with ones with continuity, or, or even... Almost everything. Or, there are very few titles that I actually read straight through. Hmm. I what do I do? I read uh, I guess I read like Penny Arcade and XKCD and Chainsaw Suit 
and Saturday morning breakfast cereal and cyanide and happiness and now a three word phrase I check super mega like once every six months and then there's like two or three new comics uh-huh. uh, some of which are good and some of them aren't also mspainadventures.com doesn't need pimped everybody already knows about it Bulletproof writes, why do the warm, soothing waters of the hot tub not remove the snowballs effect? Because that's not a negative effect, buddy. It's the best effect. Uh, Casey Wiederman says to look at this game that I went to look at, and it was like, sign up for a beta account. And I was like, okay. And it said, activate your beta account. I was like, I can't, because you didn't invite me into your beta. And so I was like, I'm sad. Hmm. The game is called Path of Exile. Some sort of web-based uh, multiplayer Diablo clone, I guess. Evangie on Q says, so sad, no Crimbo quests, no uncapped scaling monsters to start the month off. There has not been a Crimbo where there were uncapped scaling monsters to start the month off. Right. Ever. So, well, that might not be true. Anyway, Evangie on Q later says, thanks huge for making my scaling monsters and hard-to-find item wishes come true for the lollipop for us. Now all we need is a quest and a storyline to go with it. And dot, 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 colon, dash, close, parenthesis. That was a funny clown face that he made at the end there. I learned about that in an email that my grandma forwarded me. <laughs> Olive Oil says, We are seriously effed up paying 3.5k for a used lollipop stick. What have you done to us, lul? What we have um, done to you is given you things that uh, you're not appreciative of. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And then somebody... Actually, that's really weird. Was that even the same guy? Which guy? No, no, it wasn't. Azu sends a link to a picture in a Topatico warehouse of uh, of uh, copies of Homestuck, book one. I wonder if they made it through Problem Sleuth in those books, and I wonder if there's a way that you can buy those for less than, like, $200. How do you do Homestuck as a book? I mean, I've only been through the first, like, six or seven things and went, okay, well, this is kind of funny, but... Yeah, there but were a lot it, it more animations. Really interactive. In, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I, I don't think I ever saw any of it that was actually interactive. But I, you know, doing like an illustrated choose your own adventure like that would be kind of interesting. Although a lot of what's funny about the game jokes is that he doesn't have to actually make them like game things. Yeah, you know. But I mean, you could you could branch it. I, although I guess at the same time, is it any better? It, would it be any better of a product if it was just more complicated to read it all? I guess probably no. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I was actually relieved to see that it didn't expect me to start putting commands in to figure out what the next thing I needed to say into its engine was to advance the plot. I, you know, I think a lot of why I didn't get into it is when I first discovered it, I was looking at it on a computer whose uh, monitor, would, like it was, I was on a laptop with a pretty small screen, and you couldn't, like to get to the next comic, you had to scroll down to reveal the next link, and after a while I was just like, fuck that, like, that is just too much work. <laughs> yeah, I'm an extremely lazy guy, Mr. Scullet. Maybe you're just a guy who doesn't like scrolling. That's all right. Yeah. Dermagus says, Spooky Grove Fertilizer currently seems pretty narrow in use. Why not fertilize one's campground patch? Uh, no. That would be broken as shit. 
Uh, Spooky Grove Fertilizer is narrow in use in the same way that all of the first, like, hundred items of the game were narrow in use because their use was entirely, like, a joke. Um... And so that that's like just a that's like a like an especially weird one. That's that's one that never really acquired any larger context the way that most of the other early stuff did. You know, like the stuff that was gear. Back then gear didn't do anything, you know. You could equip it, you could put on a hat and a pair of pants. They right. didn't do anything. Um uh, where was I? Linguini Lad says, So why are the peppermint parasols and candy cane candy grams untinkerable? Uh, well, because uh, they were not... Ba- we sort of didn't think of the fact that you'd be able to untinker them, because we never think of that, because that was also just kind of a joke. <laughs> uh, became, a, became a real fundamental thing that always makes it so we have to be careful with shit. Right. So being able to use the parasol until it is nigh on to the point of breaking and then untinker it and use the parts of it made it way too powerful. And I didn't exactly stealth nerf it. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that really desperately needs to be fixed. And so I, I nerfed it, and then I didn't see anybody complaining about it. But, to be fair, I also never went back to the thread after that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's probably for the best. The less time we spend reading the forums, the more time well, we spend doing awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, and the candy cane candy grams was just for consistency's sake. Because uh, it's not, you know... Uh, the. I don't know. I didn't want people to be able to say, pull two crooks by pulling a candy cane candy gram and untake it. Uh, you know, that is actually a real reason. Not that probably someone would pull one of those crooks because the only thing that it can do is give you an item, and why wouldn't you just pull that item? But still, I don't know anything about video games anymore. Especially this one. Gygax says, why is it that the creatures in the lollipop forest don't stomp into anything interesting like crimbo paste? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I didn't want to make a new category of monster for them, and it didn't. They didn't really fit into any of the existing categories. Candy paste <laughs> monsters yeah. that are candy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could just. Uh, I, I briefly looked to see if there was anything funny that they could have smashed into. Uh, you know, and just just like done something like that, but they, you know, they're just like generic, a generic paste. Because the Crimbo paste specifically says that it's elf. Right. Um, it was just, it was elf paste, but it was called Crimbo paste. Yeah. Uh, Tatter says, bugger feature, dense meat stocks are sellable at the mall. Eh, I mean, it's neither, really. It's a consequence of the fact that they're tradable. Um, oh, look, Capitalism Gave Your Dog AIDS, Wade I Did is back, Mr. Skullhead. No, I've, I've missed Capitalism Gave Your Dog AIDS, Wade I Did. I, I really do like that, like that player name. It's uh, it's no Bob Hope's lesbian golf cart. I was I was about to say it is it is no Bob Hope's lesbian golf cart, but um, that kind of made me wish that you could put apostrophes in player names, hmm. because it uh, it was just uh, you know it might not have actually been about a lesbian uh, golf cart belonging to Bob Hope. It could have just been a really awkward sentence that didn't you know a sentence fragment, I guess. <laughs> Bob Hope's lesbian golf cart will one day be the name of a band. Right. Bob uh. expects normal golf cart. Bob Hope's lesbian golf cart. <laughs> that was a tragic story. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Linguini Lad says, so will Radio KOL ever be the official radio station of the Kingdom of Loathing? Why hasn't hasn't it been long enough yet? No, I mean, no, it hasn't been long enough for us for us to feel comfortable taking on any sort of legal responsibility for anything that they may or may not do with unlicensed music. Um, yeah, that is the know, sole reason that we remain unaffiliated. Yeah, I mean, we didn't want to make the we didn't want to put the game at risk because of this fan project. I mean, it wasn't like uh, you know this was just a thing that some people started doing, and what they were doing was like just uh, you know just shady enough that it was too dangerous to put our name on for real. Right. It is you know that is that is a fairly spurious defense. I think, but We're I mean, you know, the, the, the letter of the law of is the letter of the law, yeah. right? So it's not like. Although who knows? Maybe this thing will. So maybe this thing passes this uh, ruin the internet bill, and. Uh, <laughs> you know, ruin the internet bill was my least favorite pirate. Yeah, <laughs> um, I so you know this is this is not the the exact right moment in the show to start a conversation about this, but like. How do you feel about that whole SOPA thing? Um, I feel like it's some bullshit that's way too broad. Yeah. I to me it seems like a thing that is that is so obviously ill conceived that it can't possibly actually result in any of the things that people are saying it's gonna result in. You know? I would be like, surprised that it got if it gets passed. Like I was concerned when they were asking me to start calling my senator when I saw Google and Facebook and Yahoo come out against it and heard that Microsoft and Apple were both privately talking to people against it then I kind of relaxed like it doesn't seem like with that much money being thrown you know hitters that heavy being against it it doesn't seem like it could possibly pass do you, do you think they are th- th- those companies that you've just listed are collectively heavier hitters than like the entire music and movie industry? I honestly don't know. I would, I would be surprised if like the combined wealth of Google and Apple was not greater than that of like the dick swinging from the RIAA and the MPAA. Yeah. Yeah. That, but I mean, Sony and Warner Brothers, and I mean, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't have. I mean, I'm sure this is the kind of like public information that you could just find out. But I, you know, it's it, like I I feel like the reason that the courts exist is specifically to stop the kind of absurd shit that they're they're saying is going to be possible under uh, you know specific and aggressive enforcement of this law, mm. right? I mean, like the it. If you pass a law that makes, you know, there, there was that Colbert Report thing where it was like there were there was a YouTube video of some girl, like some like thirteen year old girls dancing to all the single ladies, and it's like if you pass a law that makes those girls felons, like that is so absurd that nothing bad will happen as a result of it. Right. You know, it it, it it's like it once it gets it gets broad enough to just completely ignore. But who knows? You know, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just like whistling past the graveyard here. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm getting used to the level of rhetoric that you get out of Boing Boing, say. And instead of walking around thinking that any minute now the shit's gonna hit the fan, I go, 
Well, that looks like a pretty ill-conceived law, and I hope that it doesn't pass, but it probably won't mean the end of the open internet as we know it. Yeah. I always kind of wonder, like, what is going to mean the end of the open internet as we know it? And it and it occurs to me that maybe nothing. Like, maybe there just isn't any way for somebody to somebody to really exert control over it because it's so distributed. Well, and tell that to China. Yeah, but it doesn't really work there, right? I mean, the, the best they can do is, like, execute, occasionally execute the people who get around it. But right, like they're not going to start executing people for like forbidden porn, are they? Maybe they are. I have no idea how bad China is. <laughs> and you never will because China will never let you know. Yeah, they won't. They won't let me in there because I'm an internet. Yep. You'll be blocked by the great firewall. Yeah, it's weird. Every time uh, every time a plane flies into China, you you cross the border and everyone who's internet just suddenly stops and just falls out of the sky from behind the plane. Yeah. Damn it! I had no idea weird. that guy was internet. Yeah. Did you yeah, see you that? Know, you just you can't you never can tell. They look like they look like everybody else. Did you see that thing about? I believe it's in Sweden. They said there was a kind of debate about online piracy, and they the government just kind of pointed at a bunch of studies that say piracy doesn't really eat into people's profits, and so we're not going to waste our time trying to stop it. Huh. <clears throat> Because it is, like, it seems to be that a lot of the piracy that happens is not replacing people buying shit, and a lot of it that happens is encouraging people to buy shit, and, like, absent of a, you know, really loud echo chamber where people are hysterically screaming about it, it seems like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I've always been, uh, well, I, I've moved over the course of my life from from one side of that to like you know 51% in the other direction like I don't think that piracy is that big of a deal but I do think that the way that people go about it in a lot of ways is sort of morally wrong sure you know and and you know I think a lot of the arguments in in favor of it just don't really hold a lot of water because one, the people making the arguments are not the people doing it for the most part, and the people who are doing it are not, you know, they're not doing it to uphold some ideological principle. They're doing it because they want some music and they don't want to fucking pay for it. Right. And, and uh, you know, it's like, well, but what's more criminal? Me, me stealing this from the record companies or the record companies only giving the artist 15 cents for every album that I buy? And it's like, well, it depends on whether you feel like it's important to give people money for the things that they do for you. Right. Right, I mean, because fifteen cents is greater than zero, and and yeah, it's fucked up. But the way the the way to unfuck it is not to make it worse. Yeah, I would say that the though for from the other side that the way for the industry to move forward is not to try and stop it because they're trying to they're trying to bail out the ocean with a bucket. Yeah, and. When you get stuff like Spotify, say, where people are all getting paid and everybody's getting what they want, people tend to flock to that shit. Yep. <clears throat> but, and it, I don't know. So, it, I mean, Spotify is basically just like Netflix streaming, but for music. Yeah. How's their catalog? It's got a social component, too, which can be ignored. It's pretty decent, actually. I was using it for a while. 
until I remembered that I only ever want to listen to like three or four CDs. <laughs> but, you know, it's cool for the the same reason that Groove Shark is. If you get a song stuck in your head that you can't get out, you just go there and grab that song and listen to it. Yeah, and I mean, more often than not, they have it. Yeah. I mean, so is it a thing where it's like, let's say I wanted to listen to like some Dr. Demento collection albums from the 80s. Would I be able to find that, or is it, like... Yeah, you might be able to. I mean, what if I wanted to listen to, like, some random REM EP from the IRS days? What I've seen like, is it's very... It's kind of spotty. Like, one thing that bothered me a little bit is they'll have, like, four, like five or six songs from an album with no indication that there are other songs on the album. Huh. Which kind of bugged me. Like, if somebody went to listen to, like, Flood from They Might Be Giants, they would walk away with the impression that there were eight songs on that album and huh. think that they had heard them all. Why Why would they do that? Like, you... you yeah, I have no Did idea. they acquire the rights to the songs on a on a per-song basis and, and not a... I don't know, but it was awfully strange. I You know, it was weird. Like, whenever... Like, on those uh, those jukeboxes where you can download songs from a larger library yeah isn't that um, weird that there was always just one or two songs instead of yeah and they were they were they were often like kind of sort of randomly selected like it wouldn't even be the singles off of an album it would be half of the singles and then two additional songs right. that I wouldn't have expected anybody else to have ever heard of man I stand by my assertion that if the way that those worked is that you could pay a dollar to download a song once and then anybody could play a quarter to anybody could pay a quarter to play it again from then on out I probably would have spent 10 times as much money in that jukebox mm. but it's like no this isn't one of the songs that you can play for a quarter this is one of the songs you can play for a dollar and we're going to have to we're going to redownload it every time you want to play it like it's like come on it's just horseshit come on come on you want to take a break yeah, although the, the final thing that I wanted to say there is it I would I'm waiting to get past this weird interim period where you can only get some movies online and only from some places and some of them, you know, or some TV shows you can watch streaming and some you can't. And I'm really I want to get to the point where I could spend like 50 bucks a month in subscriptions to various services and be able to get just all the shit that I want to get. And yeah. when that happens, I will not pirate a goddamn thing. Yeah, I mean, once it's like, it is so much easier to watch something on Netflix streaming than it is to torrent it and you're paying for it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the, the problem that they're running into is until they can, until they can provide a service that is as convenient and as good as, you know, the sort of user maintained repository of just fucking everything uh, that you know I mean Netflix has done that to a degree and the only reason that it's not better than it is is people are still holding out and relying on the government to enforce their out of date business model you yeah, know, like, the I reason mean, you every know, single is, Warner Brothers weird, movie right? isn't they, on there is can't... Warner Brothers wants more money out of it than is there yeah. Well, sure. I mean, they, like they don't—they don't want to suddenly be making a lot less money, right? I mean, that—that's the thing. Like, what you want is a world where you can pay fifty bucks for access to everything, which is a world in which everything is like 
several orders of magnitude cheaper than it has ever been, right? And so, of course, the people who are going to be making less money as a result of these changes don't want that to happen. I mean, that like you know, they don't really care about making the world better, right? If it means that they have to, they have to take a big hit, which is a which is a lame way to be. But it's like, but I also don't know. think that they're what they want is not possible. Sure. They want to stomp out piracy and make it so that anybody who downloads a movie from them gets it from them and for as much money as a DVD would cost. Right. And that's just not going to happen. Or they want to have, like, pay $50 for your Warner Brothers subscription and $50 for your Miramax subscription. And You know, I really do wonder what that does to content creation, right? Because I'm sure they're going to argue that if they, if they make significantly less money like if they are forced to adopt this model where they make significantly less money per person that watches this movie then the money isn't going to be there for the next avatar to get made and i wonder i wonder to what extent it is it is possible that that's partially true right i I wonder how many more qualifiers i can put in this one sentence but like it I don't think that all of that money is going to just line the pockets of the executives at Warner Brothers, right? Sure, a lot sure. of it is, a, and a you know uh, what a lot of people would argue is a criminally high amount of it is. But well, I think it, it a takes lot a of shit it, ton of money to make a like a Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, you know, to 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 keep a TV network going, you know, like and and like, I wonder what's I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, if. If the government was just like, look, you guys, you just can't, you can't stop this from happening anymore. Like, the, no, no, we're not, we're not playing this game anymore. Like, I wonder what would happen. It seems like, it seems like probably a lot of big players would vanish, right? And, and you know, they're, they're relics. I mean, you, 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 you don't lament the, the buggy whip manufacturer, right? March of, March of progress and all of that. But like, not everything that, not everything that they do is bad, right? Like, they, yeah. they are making it possible for a lot of things to happen. I mean, I, I, I don't know that I want to live in a world where every movie is an indie movie. You know? I want to live in a world where you can make an indie movie and make some money off of it, but, like, I like the occasional $100 million budget blockbuster, too. And is that sustainable? Can a movie that is made in a world where the only way to get movies is to go to the theater and see them or or to, you know get them as part of what you're already paying for Netflix. So, you know, you get a few cents from Netflix. Like, can that happen? I don't know that movie theaters are going anywhere, though. Yeah. Granted, I just I, mean, I just sat in an empty theater. And I continue to. But they, they still... They still seem to be doing alright, you know. I did pay yeah. $30 for some popcorn and a soda. I mean, how many kids... How many, like... 12 year olds are going to the movies with their own money now I guess I guess probably a lot the kids still like the movies where else are they going to go to make out Sh- uh, backseat of a car I guess before you're old enough to drive right I don't know how that works I, n- I never I never got no nookie before I was old enough to t- to drink no. <laughs> all right let's 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 do a break all right actually if we could if we could go maybe like 15 minutes, then I can check on everything and make sure that everything's squared away for a rollover. Alright. We'll go 13 minutes and then two more minutes after that. Okay. Alright, we're back. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I should have tried talking before uh, we got back on the air. 
Hey, I'm back. <coughs> hey, how you doing? That's kind of how I sounded at the beginning of the show, though, so that's okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I turned out I didn't have anything to do at all. Everything that I needed to mark public was already public. Okay. Uh, but now I have to log back in to Kingdom of Loathing on this laptop. Hmm. Oh, invalid challenge, huh? I get that a lot with the slash cube. Oh yeah, I do. I don't think it has anything to do with the slash queue. It's if you leave the if you leave, if you pull up the login page and leave it sitting there for a long time. Um, so, yeah, we, um, we it's supposedly in process getting rid of that. We've got SSH, SSL, SOP. Um, <clears throat> we can get rid of that whole challenge and response thing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that got hung up. So uh, uh, our stupid servers are back ordered. Uh, new uh, no, new web servers, which we really desperately need. These these servers are rapidly they're uh, they're they're uh, definitely in hospice uh, territory at this point. Um, but yeah, at first there was some confusion over the hard because we the hard drives that we uh, ordered we couldn't get because of the or they tr- price had quadrupled or something because of the flooding in Thailand and then. Uh, some other part is back ordered, and so it's going on like forty days from the time that I placed the order, and they're still not assembled and shipped, which is frustrating because this is a busy time of year for us, you know. I don't yeah. know that those servers are going to get hammered on. Um, hammered on was my favorite uh, mafioso superhero. Hammered on, rabbit ears. Uh, Vinoven wrote, uh, what was the relationship, or what is the relationship between the guy made of bees and the spooky raven mirrors? The Yule Lord doesn't explain that aspect, and I've been curious ever since bees hate you. It, that was a joke about Bloody Mary and Candyman? Right. Right, and I had never seen Candyman, so that, that was like a, that was like a collaboration somehow that I wasn't aware of the source material. That is how it works in Candyman, though. In the Candyman movie, it's just the Bloody Mary myth, but with an angry black guy instead of Mary. <laughs> like a Mr. and Mr. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Teeth Bloody Mary myth. Yes. Uh, with an angry black guy. Yeah. Instead of some lady named Mary who died in a car accident. She could be black. Mary Tyler Moore. But uh, Tyler, Moore, got, Tyler Moore was her last name. Yeah, Mary Tyler Durden will appear in your mirror. Okay. But it turns out it's just your reflection. Yeah. But you don't realize that until the end. Uh, in one q says, Budacore challenge path with no consumption for adventure games. Would be nice and relaxing not having to play so many turns or having to use spleen fams. Uh, so just like hardcore oxy without the oxy? Sure. Yeah. That seems like it would take for fucking ever. And people wouldn't actually like it. We'll just do a challenge path that requires you to only play 45 turns a day yeah uh psychedelic penguin says will there be a crimbo town this year or is all of crimbo happening in the advent calendar all right so i went went to the wiki on this because i wanted to see what our track record is like the first time there was a crimbo town checkered yeah the first time it was a crimbo town it opened on the 20th of december the second time in 2006 it did open on the 1st, but in 2007 it was on the 12th, in 2008 it was on the 8th, 
In 2009 it was on the 15th, and in 2010 it was on the 15th. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and on the, when it was on the 1st, that was Crimboween, right? So that was just like the early version of Crimbo Town with not a lot going on, or how did that even work? Let's see... Was Crimboween the time travel one, or was that a different one? Crimboween was the time travel one. That had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, so really, that was the year that we knew we needed three of them, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, there will be a Crimbo Town. We don't know, we don't know to what extent it's going to have stuff going on in it. It kind of depends on... It depends on where... It kind of depends on Wednesday's meeting. Right. Uh, we keep having uh, our conference calls and going, okay, so we, we all talked about this and we took a week to think about it. Now let's decide things. And so then we talk about it again and say, you know, we should take another week to think yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, this. I think we might end up just going a more minimal uh, minimal route with that stuff. Uh, Rune Warden says, why isn't Hank's, uh, why isn't it Hank's ancestral mini storage? Well, you added an extra E in there. Uh, where there wouldn't be one anyway. And also, there are really specific rules for when gnomes put that G in front of the N, and it doesn't always happen. And you can't just go throwing them in willy-nilly. Yeah. Uh, Granite Grizz says, Earlier today I tried going through the item of the month forum page and was slammed by speedrun stats and people complaining about the speedrunners discussing the implications of the item of the month in the item of the month thread. All forum drama aside, was the peppermint patch more of a labor of love or scrambling to give people a trendy garden? P.S. I really like it and can't wait for the giant cane. Yeah, fuck. I forgot about this. The time. Uh, the giant cane isn't going to consist of much because I fucked around and forgot to do the stuff that I needed to do. But I can do it tomorrow. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> it was not. It, it did not occur to me that this was. Uh, the the goal of giving people a trendy garden did not occur to me. I'm sure that it came up when we were talking about it, but that was not like. You know, the idea was. We did this thing last year. It's like, oh yeah, let's do a new power creepy item of the month slot so that we have another template for future items of the month. And then the last couple of months, we've been like, oh, we could do another garden because remember we gave ourselves that option. Right. Um, I don't. I mean, I I I like it. I it. I, items items of the month do not tend to fit into the uh, under under the umbrella of uh, what I would describe as a labor of love uh, because the things that I so like the dice librum was a total labor of love because I was like all right this is just an idea that I've had for a really long time and I've never quite figured out a way to make it good enough to be ascension relevant which it needs to be in order for an item of the month to sell well enough to ensure a future for the game and all of the children, it has to be a thing that the optimizer crowd believes is worth buying, right? Because even if they don't represent a majority of the purchases, they're like opinion leaders and or, or something. I don't actually know. I don't know why, but the data supports it. Um, right. And so items of the month are often the most difficult things that we they are always the most difficult things that we balance because they are subject to the scrutiny of people who will really complain about a lot of stuff and who know more about the the sort of mathematical intricacies of the game than we do um but i mean it wasn't like 
I never felt like we were begrudgingly like, fine, let's give those cocksuckers their garden plot. You right. know, I mean, it was like it was fun to work on. We did some brainstorming, and a bunch of people came up with a bunch of good ideas, and we, you know, were able to put together a, a thing that was a co- collaboration of a lot of the stuff that we all wanted to do with it. And it, I, I, I like the way it turned out. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that we keep adding those things that let you send people messages in different ways, but that are like suddenly hard to get like that throwing bone was like that was like pretty rare uh, as as those things go like that was in the same category as the other stuff that we put in I was like alright this is rare so it should be good oh. uh, and then this candy gram thing is like two days worth of summons to send somebody a message in a peppermint heart I like the people go for them because I, I think yeah. they're cool I mean, I think it, that makes it meaningful, you know? Like, wow, they really commit, you know, they, they could have they could have gotten 60 adventures from the food that this would have turned into or whatever. Um, yeah, no, makes me happy that that exists. Um, blah, Jabberwocky says, comment. I know that many players abuse or whine about special holiday content, but I want to say that the novelty of Crimbo is something I look forward to each year. And, you know, I think that you, Jabberwocky, represent... Uh, the overwhelming majority that is that is silent and is, is and you know they're 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 happy to have any game at all and this is all part of the choreographed dance of crimbo i understand that yeah including Everybody the people says, saying I can't wait no for i really like rant. It. yeah that part of it is annoying since i kept my yearly rant that i did How? one year four years ago how annoying is it mr scully does it fill you with rage I'm too dead inside to feel rage. Oh. Uh, and again, Moob says, Hey, Chicken Skullet, the advent calendar was a nice surprise, and I laughed over the plural form of peppermint patty. Keep up the good work. Ah, that was mine. I almost never make uh, plural jokes. <laughs> you, you rarely ever make a single joke. Oh! <laughs> uh, Starwood says, Why Lolrus no drop bucket of candy? Just wait. Just wait. I like the uh, I like being able to read all of the item descriptions and stuff from the advent calendar because they're all your particular brand of pithy funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're pithy. Oh right. I wanted to uh, I don't know that we're going to get to the forum thread. I ended up saving that for the for the next show, but I did want to read this one from uh, Psyche because it's to us specifically. Uh, Mr. Scullet, she writes, last show you talked about a bunch of theater and comedy stuff in Minneapolis, but never said the names of any of the theaters or groups. I know that Jick doesn't care, but I'd love to know the specifics and I imagine other Minneapolitans would too. Is it really a Minneapolitan? If it's not, I want it to be. I've been using Minia- that too. Minneapolitan. Minneapolitan. You're all. It is a it is a city with all three colors represented. Yep, black, white, and red. Is there a Minneapolitan? Is there a Neapolitan ice cream that has like banana in it too? Because there are a lot of Asians. Oh, okay. So okay, that's racist. Yeah, that's kind of how I roll. Anyway, theater and comedy stuff. What are um, the names of the theaters or groups? Brave New Workshop is one that we went to a lot, where they do satire and improv. The shows that I was talking about last time were from Four Humors Theater. You can follow them on Twitter, or uh, you can friend them on Facebook. You can circle them on Plus. Yes. You know, I, I kind of quit using Google Plus. 
But go to uh, facebook.com slash four humors. No, uh, no U in humors. Also, no U in four. Uh, only one, only one U in humors and one U in four. Oh, so it's the Canadian spelling of four. Right. Oh God. Facebook.com slash four humors. I've been to maybe five shows that they've done, and they were all incredibly funny and well worth the like fifteen bucks. Five or Canadian five. Uh, five with an extra E before the V. Okay. Uh, also, let me uh, be one more to chime in about the adorable art and writing for the little candy animals. I love the Lolligator picture. Who wrote the text? I'm guessing Riff, just because it feels like the writing for the Nemesis quests. Now, that was Scully, and uh, I think Scully wrote all of the... Scully writes basically all of the attack messages for monsters. Right. Um, because I, I always feel like it would be a better use of my time to do something that I can that I can do that Scully's not good at and so I end up assigning that to him and Riff just doesn't like writing attack messages for monsters I would say it, it's it just, is weird it's I feel like he and I, I, he and I do have the same problem where we are sitting there and we, we've talked about this before like he and I will sit there try to imagine what it would be like fighting this thing and come up with something for it to do right. whereas you will start with a joke which is the way that everything else gets written and I don't know why we can't do attack texts like although that. usually I'll start with how could this thing hurt you like okay it could hit it could like bite you and it could claw you so that's two of them and then the rest of them just have to be pop culture references or some like variations on a theme right. but it is something that I enjoy doing and can do fairly fast I really want us to release the original walrus image some way I was gonna link <laughs> yeah. it I was gonna link it in the thread but I didn't want to piss you off if you didn't want it out there no, it wouldn't. I, my, my first attempt at drawing a lollipop walrus was fucking horrifying. <laughs> I, uh, it just had the wrong kind of eyes, and they were sort of offset weird, and the, the mustache thing wasn't furry, so it just it sort of looked like a lollipop vampire grub. It, it looked very centipede I think. Yeah. Uh, and then she writes, edit. The baby rhino description with the stoips is also great. And that was you, wasn't it, Skullhead? No, actually, that was me. <laughs> um, and again, the fruit jewel names are also just spot on. Damn, you guys are hitting them out of the park lately. Yeah, those were me, too. Um, yeah, it's nice watching you work. I feel like I was phoning in a lot of the descriptions on a lot of this stuff this time. I think uh, several of them funny, worked, but but some of them were just like... Every once in a while, I'll write a description and then just put the word joke in brackets after it if I can't think of anything. And then sometimes I'll just go back and, like, edit that note out and then say, oh, I'm done. So it's like the original Big Rock-style description. Um, anyway, you can't tell. You can't tell which of us wrote what. That's how long we've been working together. Yeah. Um... Uh yeah, I well I, I agree that my stripes although I would have if I had seen that I think independently, I probably that one was precious enough that I would have figured maybe that's one of the occasional handful of items that hot stuff gets to write the description for. Because <laughs> that's a little more adorable than either of us are usually willing to That's the jewel-eyed wizard hat. <laughs> yeah. And the hot whoa, would you like to go for a white in my hot wad? Um <laughs> At some point, it gets like it, it. It goes beyond being super cute into satire of super cute, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. So Linguidi Lad says, since the Valhalla event is over, are you going to fix the message for summoning the demon of the Sinister Tablet? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Rune Warden says, not a question, really, more a statement. Why you no have slash MMG? That is totally a question. Wait. I guess in modern internet speak, you would not put a question mark at the end of that, but you should. Yeah. And I mean, maybe because... Okay, so so maybe the, the statement that is actually being made there is is the subtext, which is, I believe that you should have a slash MMG. And so... What you're expressing is not a question, because you don't want to know why we don't have it. Uh, you want to tell us that we should have it. Right. And so you said this isn't a question, because what you are, the, the concept you're expressing is not a question. But uh, orthographically, it is a question. No, orthography is the, like the, the writing of the art of the drawing of the letters, right? Or is that graphology? I think, I think orthography is just the spelling. Okay. Um, Orthograph. I thought it was cool when uh, he goes into the hotel room and she's sitting reading the thesaurus, and you're like, "What the fuck? Why is she reading a thesaurus?" And then, oh, it's because of a joke she's gonna make in ten seconds. <laughs> right. That was like, I don't know, man. I keep I keep thinking of things about that movie that made me happy. Uh, I already read that of Angie on Cuthing. Craig says, thanks for the new effect icons. At least uh, Pasta won this. Yeah, I did a bunch of those, the, a bunch of the uh, old smiley face. I have a report in the effects spindler that is, show me all of the icons with with no art or smiley faces for art, or happy or sad faces, and I just have never gone through and actually made art for it. I, th that is a thing that I really don't... Well, it's not that I don't like doing it, uh, art for skills and effects is always a thing that makes it, it's really difficult for me to figure out what to draw. Uh -huh. uh, it's it's kind of the it's the tattoo thing with a slightly less uh, with, with like the increased size and weird weird quality of the tattoos being a, the difference there. Like it, it, drawing an object in thirty by thirty pixels, or, or you know, more realistically, like in a half inch by a half an inch space on a on a sheet of paper, is you know I can do that. I've done a bunch of that, and I've gotten I've gotten okay at it. But drawing like a concept or an action is is weird. Um, I had to in in some of the some of that stuff go against what had always been a kind of a, a kind of a guideline for myself which was that nothing is ever out of frame right like nothing is ever coming into or going out of frame but with icons you just like like if it actually is becoming an icon that represents some motion or whatever you just can't you can't not do it like I couldn't draw an entire seal and an entire club in that unless it was like tiny silhouettes to the point where it'd be really difficult to tell what was going on. Right. So, you know, that has like a seal head coming in from, from out of frame. And it's just, it's weird because they don't have borders. So it's weird for, th and that's why I've always avoided stuff being out of frame is because not having a border. Although I guess like the adventure image picture for like the sleazy back alley. Well, and you had Rage of the Reindeer, which is either one angry reindeer sideways or two... Uh, how does that yeah, look? Yeah, no, that was just the half. Of, that was just half a reindeer head. It's either half a reindeer head or it's a whole reindeer head from the side. Oh, 
No, nah, it was just half a reindeer head. I just because I had drawn I had drawn a, an angry reindeer and then could not I could not express a reindeer with any facial expression and both of its antlers in the amount of space that I had. And so I just did half it. I mean, and you know what? Nobody cares. Like these it's it's like the there's no coffee in this game thing. It's like, right. oh, this is a hard and fast rule that like nobody gives a shit about. Like nobody even knows about it. Nobody notices when I when I violate it. And I did some of the I like I felt weird about some of the skill icons being like white on black. Uh-huh. You know, like like that I started doing with some of those, but I was like, you know what? There's just not there's not really anything else I could do. I cannot draw three versions of ghostly turtle shell. You know, they're just there aren't there aren't three ways to express that. Yeah, there probably are three ways to express that. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Now that I've pulled up this picture, it's either angry half reindeer head or sad reindeer in profile. Yeah, let me uh, let me look let me look this up. Because he kind of looks like it. Oh, oh yeah, he's got the he's got the like Charlie Brown, uh, like shock and depression, <laughs> right? Uh, under eyebrows or whatever. Uh, Froggy Legs says, please send me some meat. No, buddy. No. Uh, Van Jank does the same thing twice. Plastic Maniac says, please add more incrementally difficult crafting skills. Low-level turtle tamer armor slash items greater than jewelry after learning missigned jewelry crafting skill. What? I don't don't understand that suggestion. Uh, Lord Woot says, I would pay cash monies for an app that allowed ease of play on my iPhone. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, T-Raf says Arbor Day during Crimbo Really? Come on man I mean, What was I going to do? What? Just not have Arbor Day? Like that would have pissed off Way more people than The one person, that being T-Raf That this apparently annoyed We give a shit about Arbor Day? Did I miss a meeting? People, I mean There's an outfit that you have to get In three consecutive Arbor Days right. So, I mean people yeah, I think it's a thing that people feel like they need to spend their turns on if they're in the middle of achieving this goal. Yeah. Right? Which is which is one of only a handful of, like, genuine long-term goals that the game provides. Well, explicit long-term goals. No, the, 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 the other sorts of long-term goals, like perm every skill or whatever, are definitely genuine, and I did not mean to imply otherwise. Sorry, game. Please, please continue to feed and clothe me. <laughs> um... I was wondering. Uh, I was wondering earlier if I could get away with never buying any clothes ever again, and I think that I probably could, as long as I don't get real fat again. I mean, like extra fat, because I got some fat guy shirts uh-huh. left. I'd, ha- I'd have to switch back to Hawaiian, like the big Hawaiian shirt kind of style. Sure. But I think I could probably get away with, and I, and I mean, without like venturing into like hobo territory. Like I have a I have a halfway decent suit now. So I think I don't have to buy any more clothes for the rest of my life. Do you, don't your clothes wear out? They don't really. Although you don't have to wash your clothes as frequently as people who like secrete. Yeah, people who actually sweat and stuff. Yeah. I was trying to describe that to someone and I couldn't get across the. They said, "Oh, so he never showers and he use soap or anything. So like, he just smells like a hippie." Like, no, he just is always seems clean to me and his, I, his hair I, is fine and 
I shower. I don't, I mean, I just use water and a washcloth. I don't, uh, you know, the fact that I don't use soap doesn't mean that I don't ever shower. Because, I mean, I get, you know, if I, if I do something that actually gets dirt on me, I'm dirty, you know? But, like, if I don't shower for a day, mm-hmm. I am just grimy. Like, gross. Oily and gross. Yeah, that is definitely not the case with me. Like, I can go, I can go a couple weeks before I really notice anything. Maybe other people notice, and they're just too polite to tell me. But I don't know. I would not characterize a lot of the people that I spend time around as, as being all that polite. Yeah, so, like, I, I like, would tell you if you probably. smell bad, because that, that would be kind of a victory in some way. Sure, yeah. You'd, you'd, really like for, you'd really like to live in a world where I can't get away with going two weeks without taking a shower exactly. and not suffer any negative consequences as a result of it. Because <laughs> you're like, well, I'd like to do that. Um, that would be... Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe sweat actually comes out of body hair. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Do, some have you, of it do comes your arms out of stop sweating when you shave them? No. Some of uh, some of the sweat comes out of body fat. I'm okay. sure. <laughs> and you you have less of that than you used to. That's true. Uh, let's see. Evangie on Q says, can you add some multi-use crafting recipes for lollipop sticks? Also, can you add some less than useful recipes for pasting various sorts of candies with the lollipop sticks? Uh, former, not exactly, latter, no. You know, Evangie and Q, calm down. (laughs) It's what, the fifth? We just got the sticks and shit, like... Ah, come on. Well, you know, of Angie and Q, we appreciate your enthusiasm, but yeah, also calm down. Oh, Jesus. Kuno says, if you had a credits dungeon, you should add a visit forum non-combat. You can let them choose bitch needlessly slash troll slash write five-page essay for hilarious effects. Oh, uh, yeah, we were we were like I don't remember where this. I think this idea came from a from a forum suggestion or something. But the idea of putting a zone in the like. I wouldn't want to do this now because it would seem really wanky, but early on I could have seen doing this, uh, having the credits of the game be an actual zone where you went and fought us. Huh. <clears throat> you know, and then we could we could update it over time, our attack messages, to make uh, to make jokes about uh, funny things that we've done that have mm. entered into our entered into our public personas. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I think I I think I might have uh, done. Uh, done some harm to your trying to get the Crimbo rant thing to go away by writing something about it in the best game ever attack messages last year. <laughs> I think I wrote about that too, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because I, I understand that it's part of the deal. Part of the mythology. Yeah, I mean, like the Shorebots thing, which still gets... I still see references to that every once in a while. Like, and I'm still, like, I remain not sorry that I made that rant... At the same sure. time, it's like there were circumstances that were extenuating on that point, and I, I don't think of myself as someone who's just going to do that all the time. No, you're you're not. You know, I mean that that was a that was a really good sized head of steam that needed to be blown off. <laughs> and and you know, it, it, like I I also think that like the catharsis of doing that also like. Well, it led like, to the combination. Yeah, like calmed it calmed down your interactions with the forums in general, right? Because you were like, "God, ah, fuck, I can't let this make me feel like that anymore." Right. Like, and you know, yeah, I and you can't fix it by changing it. You can't like make assholes not assholes, and you can't, you know, y- you can't make 
well-meaning people who are accustomed to, uh, you know, who are accustomed to communicating on the internet less unintentionally <laughs> insulting. You know, All like right. the, the, there's just not. You, you, there's nothing. There's nothing that you can do. You just have to. You just have to 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 bend like the proverbial reed. Mm. Uh, says, "Clan warfare is it dead? How many bags of goodies change hands per week? I don't know. Uh, I think probably most of that action is on the leaderboard. So you could look at the leaderboard to see. Uh, what else? Moob sends an eggnog recipe for like way more eggnog than I'm ever gonna want." If I if I followed this recipe, I think I could get away with not only never buying any more clothes for the rest of my life, but never making any more eggnog for the rest of my life. What if you spilled some eggnog on the clothes though, and the stains didn't get out? Get uh, ah, that out? would suck. Yeah. yeah. Well, like a gallon. If you had a you had like five or six people over. Yeah, it's more now. Five. It would take a hundred of me to drink a gallon of eggnog. Like I think I I am comfortable drinking maybe four or five ounces of eggnog yeah. a year. It seems like you could half this recipe pretty easily, though. Yeah, that's probably true. But, you know, I could also just do the thing that I said I was going to do, which was to make the single cocktail-sized recipe. Right. You know, just because it's like, it's like a couple ounces of milk and one egg yolk and some sugar and some brandy in a shaker. That seems like the kind of thing I would do. It's very so weird do it. that this involves refrigerating it for a year. Does it? It says that, like it's traditional to wrap the bottle in aluminum foil, shining side out, together with a fresh nut of nutmeg tucked into the foil for grating later. Keep refrigerated for at least three weeks or up to a year if you can. Huh. Which is weird because this is a thing that includes eggs and cream and milk. But also yeah. booze. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. The booze, the booze, I'm sure, has some antiseptic properties. And, I mean, eggs, eggs keep a really long time. That was surprising, actually, when we started, when we bought eggs from the farmer's market, and they told us they were good for longer, a month or longer. Mm-hmm. Because I'm used to buying them at the grocery store, where they've already been en route for three weeks, and so they're only good for... A week. Yeah, I mean, I, people are always surprised when they see that I don't refrigerate the ones that come out of the chickens, and it's like, like, th- there's theory which might just be hippie bullshit that like, if you have refrigerated them, then you have to keep refrigerating them after huh. that, or they will go bad. But that, How I mean, could that be true? I don't think so. But I mean, you don't have to refrigerate them, so it's like, why take up the space in the refrigerator? Right. Yeah, you know, because they're they're designed to sit out in the world and grow a chicken inside them, and that takes uh-huh. a long time. So if they were just going to rot, they wouldn't be very effective at being the thing that they are. <laughs> there wouldn't you know? be any more chickens ever. Yeah, it's like like. Uh, all right, let's uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here and make sure that this uh, thing rolled out correctly, and then let's me go eat some sushi and stuff some into the phone for you. All right, thanks everybody. We'll see you next week.